What really happened with your host, Mike Rivero? Because World War III is a really bad idea. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. And welcome back to our show, hour number two. And the phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. And before we go any further, we have a quick RBN announcement. Mike in Illinois, uh, you mailed in an order for products from the RBN store, and apparently we lost your order information. Uh, They've ordered the product, uh, but Mike in Illinois needs to call us at the RBN office, which is 800 724 2719 extension 3 that's 800-724-2719 extension 3 this is mike in illinois please call into the office so we can sort out the product uh, that you ordered all righty 512-248-8252 now getting into wokeness and all this other nonsense uh disney has managed to put their foot into it again um They have uh, basically done a woke makeover of the Peter Pan story. And one of the things they've done is the Lost Boys now include girls. And uh, there were definitely some crucial changes to the plot in what, excuse me, in one shot, which is in the trailer. A group of children can be seen gathering around as they introduce themselves as lost boys, and a little girl adds every last one of us. A surprise Wendy remarks, but you're not all boys, to which one replies, so. And social media just went on a rampage here. One Twitter user is calling it a flop, and another said, what have they done to my characters? And that is where all this wokeness breaks down. If you want to create new characters, uh, you know, that fit your, uh, your agenda, uh, that's going to be fine. Uh, like, you know, Wakanda forever. You know, nobody has a problem with it being a black cast. It makes perfect sense relative to the story. You know, but when you go back and you take an established character and story and you say, well, we're going to rewrite it uh, to suit the the liberal agenda, you know, people who grew up with the original version, they're going to reject it. And that has been happening. All right. Now, one more story and then we're going to get to the phones. Over at the Hershey's Chocolate Company, uh, they are celebrating International Women's Day. Uh, by putting the face of a transgender woman on the chocolate bar wrappers with her, she highlighted. Okay? So this is what Hershey is thinking. We're going to celebrate International Women's Day with a guy. That's what they're thinking. And I don't like Hershey's chocolate anyway. I'm a Ghiardelli fan. All righty, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Bruce in Texas. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Boy, I just had some Hershey's chocolate. I think that'll be the last time. Oh, you traitor. That's right. I'm supporting the woke movement, I guess. I didn't know, but I I like the Hershey's with almonds, with a cup of coffee. Gets me charged up before the call. Yeah. And uh, they they killed an al-Qaeda leader in uh, in Yemen. I thought Saudi Arabia was supposed to be the funder of al-Qaeda. It seems like al-Qaeda is everywhere that or anybody they want to kill. Yeah, it's kind of a scarecrow. You know, they they go into a country, they they prop up this al-Qaeda and say, oh, this justifies coming in and bombing the country. Then when they're done bombing, they take down the scarecrow, take it over to another country, plant it there and said, oh, al-Qaeda's over here now, and we're going to invade and bomb this country and, you know, so forth and so on. Yeah, this this call here, I'll make it brief as possible. That way I don't uh, tie up the phone. 
Uh, by the way, you, you produced the best show on RBN, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not trying to disparage anyone else, but your sound quality and the way you hit the brakes right on right on the money. I mean, you do a very good job. Your your show well, business thank you. experience shows. Yeah, you're going to yeah. give me a swelled head. Yeah, so it's callers that are you know you hear like banging in the background and stuff. I guess that's that's our fault. I don't know. But uh, this is part two of my call yesterday about the handsome troop. Did you hear about a day of rage? That was uh, this big thing that was scaring uh, the Jewish establishment, and it was all over. The Jonathan Greenblatt was was voicing concerns over it. In fact, New York City police said that they were going to tighten security and all this, and it yeah, raised it was a the lot day of, of hate, not them. the day of rage. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Israel maintains control over Jewish people uh, by you know waving this scarecrow of anti-Semitism at them. Uh, and, uh, you know, even to the point where, I mean, years ago, uh, the American Nazi Party, I said it was the KKK the other day, I went back and checked, uh, there was a big scandal where the ADL turned out to be funding the American Nazi Party so they could say, oh, there's Nazis out there, they hate us, we need special protections, we need more money, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, they, they play that over and over again. And uh, in this day and age, a lot of people have come to understand uh, that many of these so-called hate crimes are actually hoaxes. Yeah, you, you mentioned already, uh, in 1977, Frank Collin was the leader of the American Nazi Party. Yes. And they lampooned him in uh, in the Blues Brothers. And he, he organized a march in 1977 in Skokie, Illinois, in a heavily Jewish neighborhood. Uh, and the ACLU took up his cause. His lawyer was David Goldberger. You know, free speech. Well, they wanted free speech then so they could get their thing going. And uh, this is right when the Holocaust started becoming a thing in in Hollywood and, and on TV. I remember uh, ABC had a miniseries called The Holocaust in the early 80s. Yeah. And Frank Collin ended up being Frank Cohen, and he was convicted in 1979 of uh, of being a pedophile with a young boy. So <laughs> shows you. And remember Adam Gadon, the uh, the American Al Qaeda, and he ended up. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Okay. And also in 1979, uh, Mordecai Levy submitted a, an application for a for for a protest in Philadelphia, and he said it's going to be uh, you know against Jews and gas the Jews are going to be the signs and uh, white power, and uh, they turned him down and ended up. He was he was a member of the ADL himself. Yes. And so this goes on and on, okay. And so yesterday I wanna thank Dave and Marilyn for that tip that uh that the handsome troop guy is an actor. I sent you his uh, IMDB uh profile, John Monero. Yes. Minado. Yeah, he he's he he wrote one script and uh starred in, in three movies. And they're all kind of funky. One, one of them is about a drug abuser who's trying to turn his life around. And another one is entitled Reality TV Movie, about a guy who wants to be in a reality TV show. Okay. And uh, I've seen a picture of him on a video he made on YouTube where he's laying in bed kind of doing the stuff you would think Hunter, Hunter Biden would do, uh, half naked with his butt up in the air. Okay. So, okay. you know, yeah, so... 
I mean, I don't know. What do we do about this? I don't think there's anything. I mean, maybe uh, I can pay RBN. I can have, like, one show where we can invite these people to call in themselves, not not their uh, apologists, and explain themselves. I mean, uh, it's just... It's just a problem that won't go away, probably. And I'm just no. Uh, it, 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 it's not going to go away. Uh, the best defense against it is to educate the general population that these kind of deceptions and frauds are going on all the time and have been, you know, for decades. Yeah, Zion uh, Ron DeSantis. He uh, immediately stepped to with the complaints, and and uh, he's working to shut down hate speech. That's just how we had nine eleven and the terrorist scare, and we need to. To, you know, we need to clamp down on our freedoms to protect our freedom of BS. You know, it just goes on and on and on. Anyhow, thank you for taking my call. Okay, thank you for the call. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Steve in West Virginia. Hello, Steve. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Mike. Uh, I just want to, I got one thing for you today. And uh, what it is, is I want to point out that uh, I read an article today that where they're trying to to hide insects in the food now. And a lot of the food, the power bars, uh, even frozen burger patties, uh, yep. they've got different, na- different names for ground-up mealworms, ground-up crickets. One of them is called Arch- Arch- Archetta Protein. Yep. And uh, they're, doing, they're starting to really do this, Mike, and it's in, they're going to put it in bread. Um all sorts of things, and uh, it needs to be pointed out. And, and one other thing I want to point out, a lot of these uh, products are in the dollar stores. Hello? You know where they, Yeah. Okay, it sounded like I'd lost you for a second there. Yeah. No, a lot of the products, Mike, are in the dollar stores is what they're, what they're talking about, uh, you know, because people don't pay attention to that stuff. They just want cheap stuff. Yeah, and, uh, they're hiding it like in muffin mix, brownie mix, uh, bread, burger patties. A lot of it's a lot of it's in these protein bars that backpackers use, and it's spelled A C H E T A protein, a cheddar protein. It's just ground up crickets. And yeah. There's another one that's uh, that's ground up mealworms, and it's a carcinogen too. Um, you know, bugs eat a lot of nasty stuff, and, you know, I think, you know, people got to be made aware of this. Yeah, they definitely do here, and, uh, you know, we did not evolve to eat instincts. Our digestive system uh, is not tuned to that. Uh, I've never seen a cave painting where the hunters are chasing a cockroach. Exactly. And one other quick thing, Mike, they've got a lot of, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, straw men and trolls. Okay, Steve, Steve, can you keep your mouth close to the microphone because you keep fading out? Yeah, I think I'm in a bad spot. Anyways, I just want to point out they got a lot of trolls and straw men on Twitter telling everybody how good it is for you and stuff like that. It's not good for you. No, it is not. uh, We need to look at the ingredients every time we buy these products now. Anyways, I'll let you go, Mike. I'll let you go. All right. Uh, thanks an awful lot here. And we're going to go to Richard in New York. Hello, Richard. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah. So when it comes to the Magna Carta and the Constitution, weren't those documents made because there were supposed to be documents that were overall better for all or something like that? 
Well, okay, we seem to be having some uh, uh, <clears throat> volume connection issues here. Um, the uh, uh, the Magna Carta was uh, where the uh, nobles got together and uh, were basically tired of King John ruling as an autocrat, and it was basically a, uh, a demand of guaranteed rights to the nobility. Uh, rights for the common people didn't come along until a lot later. Uh, but King John basically ignored it, and for, the, for their side, uh, the, no, the nobles also kind of ignored it. But it was a, 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 a daring experiment in um, the you know in in this kind of uh, uh, you know bringing democracy or representative rule, and uh, same thing with the Constitution. Okay, and uh, hang on a minute, where something's not right here. Uh, let's see. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. I think we're I think we're back there now. Uh, anyway, Richard, are you there? Yeah. So basically, I'm just trying to get at, um, if there's a better, because the, uh, Constitution is a living, breathing document, meaning that it can be changed. So if a new document comes along that's better, then the Constitution is more just, because that's what, the Constitution is supposed to represent justice, right? Or it's supposed to be about justice. Not the well, it, it's not so much about justice. It's basically a contract between the people and those that we allow to uh, manage our nation's sovereignty. And uh, the, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights isn't so much about what uh, uh, we, the American people, are supposed to be doing. Uh, you know, it's about, you know, putting limits on that central government uh, to uh, make sure that, um, let's see, hang on, I got to uh, hang on. I think I found my problem here. Oh, hang on. Oh, this equipment's getting so old. All righty, can you hear me now? Yep, yep, I can hear you the entire time. Everything's fine on my end, so it's definitely All right, well, end. it's it, it's getting, uh, okay, It's uh, it's been getting and back to here. I, I think call, I jiggled I the, the right wire, and I can too. hear you now. Uh, but, yeah, the Constitution is basically in, uh, uh, intended to impose limitations on what the government can do in order to guard the liberty of the people. Unfortunately, our present regime uh, views the Constitution as a kind of an unfair uh, restriction on them. And uh, uh, so as a result, uh, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're working their way around it. They're attacking the Second Amendment. They're attacking uh, the Fifth Amendment, Fourth Amendment, and now the First Amendment. Okay, so are you thinking maybe we should have, like, a uh, a whole other, you know how I like to have Articles of Confederation, and then with Articles of Confederation they have the Declaration of Independence, too? Well, there's been a lot right? of talk about holding a new constitutional convention. My concern yeah, is, uh, you know, who's going to be uh, sent to that constitutional convention and what their agenda is going to be. And frankly, I think at this present moment, I would rather stick with the Constitution that we have and demand the government comply w with it uh, rather than open up the door to a new Constitution uh, that could guarantee the right of transgenders to uh, dance naked in our uh, elementary schools or something like that. Well, no, I agree. Um, there's the ITNJ, which um, over the Sky News UK, UK Sky News, a couple months yes. ago last year, uh, they've talked about how they're bringing the ITNJ in. The ITNJ is the CIA operative thing. Uh, Robert David Steele, who passed away in 2021, they say murdered him. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? Uh, 
he was the leader of it, him and Sasha Stone. They were the ones to help to create this ITNJ. And, uh, but I'm confident that they were going around trafficking too. So I don't know why we would put faith in the people who made that thing if they were going around trafficking, which ITNJ, the main thing about it is supposed to address human trafficking. That's like the main point of this International Tribunal for National Justice, which is supposed yeah. to knock out all the constitutions around the world because of human trafficking. But see, here's the whole thing. It, justice is even in it, you know, title of it. And so I've redefined what justice is, and I can tell the difference between justice and revenge, and it's a very, very crucial element that no one else has addressed up until now. Um, you know Rawls, uh, what is it, the uh, Rawls Justice or whatever it is, Rawls Theory of Justice? Uh, I'm not familiar with that. There's a guy, um, so basically, after I had my theory of um Justice and revenge. For instance, revenge is always about lies. Justice always needs truth. Justice is, uh, what do you call it? Uh, justice is about disciplining and only punishing. Disciplining when people don't know or don't understand. And then uh, punishing when they do know what they've done was wrong. Whereas revenge is just about pain, suffering, punishment. It's not about at all disciplining or anything. There's more to it, but uh, the point is just that there's things like that that you pick up on to decide whether or not what someone's doing is revenge-based. For instance, someone who's revenge is going to get back at somebody, usually in the moment. If they have to wait, they will. But a lot of times revenge is like an instantaneous thing, whereas justice, because it needs truth, takes time. The justice of uh, the wheels of justice grind slowly because you can't just assume somebody's guilty, even if it looks like it in the moment. Because you need time. Well, for you know, going from that definition, I would say that the uh, January 6th committee uh, is engaged in revenge rather than justice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, exactly. And see, with this, with this whole understanding of the difference between revenge and justice, now we can start. It's like, well, you know how everyone was being exposed for the truth stuff, like finding out where the truth is and that? This exposes everybody on whoever's in law. Whoever's a politician, cop, it doesn't matter. If you're taking the side of revenge, that's not God's side. First off, that's the devil. Remember, the devil wanted revenge for not mm-hmm. getting his throne or whatever. Justice is always God's thing. God's always delivering justice. And the whole world in history is based around justice. So Code of Hammurabi was even a stab at trying to make a more just society. Yes. Even though, it was, even though Code of Hammurabi is all about revenge, eye for an eye, it was out of... Uh, it was straight out the jungle. So it was the closest thing that they had at that moment for justice was, you know, if you do something to someone, it's going to happen back to you. So don't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we've only, so justice is the other thing is that, uh, and revenge is about, uh, is more animalistic. You know what I mean? If you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you instantly. Whereas justice is you hurt me. Now we're going to go through and see what happened, why it happened. And then if you're guilty of really hurting me and it wasn't like a complete accident or something, then you're going to have to pay repercussions for it. You know what I mean? It's a much more civilized thing. So, but yeah, um, so this new constitution needs to be done. And with it needs to be the understanding of the difference. Okay, well, Richard, Richard, I hate to cut you off, but we have to take a break for commercials. And thank you very much for the phone call. We have open lines 512-248-8252. We'll be right back.
Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S-Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S-Secret.com. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. What this country is coming to, I sure would like to know. If they don't do something by and by. And welcome back to our show here, and we're going to go back to the phones. Mark in North Carolina. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, how you doing, yeah, Mike? Doing, Mike? doing great. I don't know. I don't know if you heard me, but Zelensky uh, uh, says that he wants to um, he wants American troops over there now. Um, you know, it's, it's about time American troops uh, start risking their uh, sons and the sons and daughters, really sons, because that's the 
I think what Zelensky actually said is that if we stop sending him weapons and money, uh, that uh, then we'll have to send our sons and daughters. Uh, but he's definitely headed that way. I mean, to be very honest, it, it's looking like, you know, he's he's losing this war. Uh, despite oh. all the weapons and money pouring into it, uh, it's, it's the Ukrainian military just isn't that good, and there aren't enough foreign mercenaries on the ground to really uh, get him out of trouble. And you know, that, we're saying it's not that they're not that good. Actually, Scott Ritter says they're very good. He said they probably could defeat any other uh, NATO member in Europe. It's that the Russians are that good. First of all, of course, they're bigger. They got they're a lot more supplied there. They're incredible the way they're able to put more and more uh, weapons on, on the board there and more and more artillery and uh, all. But they're also probably the best army in the world today, especially now that they're experienced. And it just, they're just grinding down the Ukraine. I've been following this very closely. I never, they, the Ukrainians were never winning. There are a couple of offenses that uh, the Russians have to give up a little ground because mostly because they were too thin. You know, they, they they actually had already taken that area, but they were just too thinly defended there. They didn't have enough, they didn't really provide enough troops in the beginning. But they've been they've been annihilating the Ukrainian uh, military from the get-go. They just, the thing about uh, Vladimir Putin is he does not want to just go, you know, walls to walls like uh, the U.S. did in, in uh, Iraq, because he considers... He considers the Iranians still basically Russians. He considers them, you know, fellow Slavs, and he's trying his best not to go, uh, you know, he's try, trying to be as uh, decent as possible. But um, believe me, Ukrainians were never winning this thing, never even close. And they're about to lose that mood now that hopefully will drive the Ukrainians totally out of the um, Donetsk and the Lugansk areas. And maybe we can have some peace after that. Maybe they'll finally realize and surrender, though I doubt it. Zelensky is being pushed by the West. He's being pushed yeah. by um, the imposter in the White House and uh, these clowns in Britain, you know, these neocon... Um, well, yeah, the, the, the NATO leadership, I mean, uh, they want to get rid of uh, Russia and go back to being a, uh, a unipole world uh, centered on the United... Well, centered on the so-called West. I'll tell you what I figured out. I might be wrong. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not a genius. I'm a school graduate, but I do a lot of, you know, research and studying and this stuff. And history has always been, if I, if I just had to, if I just, if history was all I had to do, I probably would have gone to college and become a PhD, but I couldn't deal with math and all this other garbage uh, that they throw at you, you know? But anyway, the thing is this, what's, what's hap- what I figure out what they're trying to do is this. Russia is, the stone wall against the globalists, against the New World Order, the Malfusians, you know, the whole bunch. You can call them the Illuminati. You can go by any other name, uh, Bilderbergers. Russia is the wall. If they get past Russia, then, of course, China would probably have to capitulate and go along with the globalists. I don't know if they would or not, but they probably would. Russia is the wall. They hate Russia because of that. They hate Putin because of that. And on top of that, they want to get rid of. They want to, you know, get some kind of a puppet in Russia, maybe to chop the nation up into different republics and steal their resources, as they did in the 1990s. Until Putin came in, they said, "Whoa, you're not doing this anymore." He started turning, you know, between the Russian 
uh, oligarchs and American and British uh, oligarchs. They were they were robbing. They, they were they were stealing. They were stealing every everything that wasn't nailed down and then some. Yes, so, stopping that. And the globalists know they have to get by Russia <laughs> if they're going to get their new world order. And the neocons a little bit different. Neocons are American imperialists, but they're just as bad, and they're cooperating with the globalists because they right now they have mutual um, ambitions, kind of like when two highways converge, you know, two freeways converge and go maybe, uh, I don't know, like 20, 30 miles, and then they split up again. That's what it is with the neocons and the and the and the, um, the, glo- the neoliberals or globalists or whatever you want to call them, you know? That's what, what's happening. So, you know, like I said, I, I just pray every day that, that Russia um, wins it. They're going to win it, but I hope they get it over soon. And I hope after I do, that, too. I, I would like to see it ended before the use of nukes. Uh, but what really scares me, it's becoming obvious the United States has been preparing to fight World War III with biological weapons. And uh, that, of course, is uh, that could be a, an extinction-level event all by itself. Yeah, well, you see what's happening with the, with the, with the lab there in China. With the new, I don't believe for a minute China was really... Uh, just did it on their own. I think about okay. companies. Mark, Mark, we're, we've got to take a commercial break. Thank you very much for the phone call. We'll be right, right. back. Five one eight two eight eight two five two. Could you keep me on so I can listen? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for Truth, Liberty, and Balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we, the people, are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Forced to carry his own cross while we drive nails in his coffin. You might say it is routine. It happens far too often. Decorated soldier, veteran of the war. Who would have thought that he would be among the sick and poor? Preacher man, wax his And welcome back to our show here. Pardon me. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, good day to you, Mike. Uh, yeah, what's on my mind? Okay, what's on my mind? Uh, yeah, Mark, you said no, Russia, but uh, let's talk about here what's going on here in, in the States. Well, let's talk about Chicago, Mike. Um, you had this Beetlejuice imbecile that was promoting uh, uh, the innocence of Jesse Smollett with this uh, Kim Fox. Uh they had a Chicago police officer got murdered last yesterday. Uh, he was an 18 year old uh, uh, male. Uh, he shot him. I guess he's in critical condition, so I don't much uh, medical bills will be for that. But the police officer is dead. So this has happened nationwide now, Mike. And I want to know, Mike, why is not the National Guard been called in Chicago? Is there a race war going on in Chicago? And uh, all these blacks, all they only vote because of the skin color. They're not voting for the content of the character. They're voting for the skin color. If you ask me. And I think that's uh, right there, a proof of it is right well, in Chicago, Well, uh, obviously Atlanta, that's going away, Detroit. or Lori Lightfoot would uh, still be the mayor. Well, Mike, they're getting rid the police chief is resigning in two weeks. They, they're forcing him to resign, the black police chief. So that's a good thing, I guess, for Chicago. However, I'm from there, and I wouldn't go, I wouldn't step foot uh, uh, past the southern border, uh, boundary uh, one foot, because it's insanity. And uh, if you know, well know, all the commerce has left Chicago. They're, they yes. packed up and left. They're all either going to Arizona, Florida. They're leaving. They've loaded droves. Same account, Mexifornia or uh, Chino Forna, whatever you want to call it. People are just fleeing. They're fleeing with their feet, and they're taking their money with them. They're fleeing, Mike. And that's exactly what's happening. And we can't kid ourselves. The same thing with New York. In New York, in New Jersey, they're all coming to Florida, Mike. Carolinas. Why? Because they're full of it. They're a bunch of liberal libtards. That's all I got to say. Now, Mike, I want to talk about the... And as far as Chicago goes, Beetlejuice Lightfoot, how she ever got away with the stuff she did for the years she did was insanity. That there wasn't a revolt on that city. You talk about uh, uh, insurrection, that's what happened in Chicago with all those murders. Mike, I looked it up. You know how many murders were uh, happened under her, uh, 
for leadership, Mike, in four years? Quite a few. Five years? Yeah. Mike, it's almost close to uh, 6,000 murdered. <laughs> that's a war. That's worse than I, I – and, and, and you can imagine. And that's not counting the wounded. This is costing billions and billions of dollars for all the wound, the wound care that all these uh, people are getting for their gunshot wounds. That's another thing. Anyhow, Mike, I'll go to, I want to go to Angel Mothers and Fathers in a minute, but before I do that, uh, I called a show the other day, Mike, and here's this character clown, I call him. I don't know what he is. I, I never heard a guy too much, but he called, he goes by the name of Billy Bob. I call him Sling Blade. Sling Blade. Sling Blade. Sling Blade is uh, making fun of me because I'm talking about immigration too much. Okay? And uh, Sling Blade is saying that uh, Donald Trump should go buy everybody a Big Mac. Okay? And yeah. uh, maybe he can get the Democratic voters. Well, that's not the truth, boss, Sling Blade. Sling Blade, uh, Billy Bob, should realize he'd have to buy him all KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Then he could get a lot of votes. Trump should go buy him a bucket of chicken, each one of them. That's how you get to vote, Billy Bob, Sling Blade. So anyway, I just want to get that off my chest because the guy was condescending, and he's talking about, I talk, I look, I, I brought immigration up because that's the main linchpin to take this country down. The Sling Blade, let's put 10 million people where you, illegals, where you live. We'll see how you like it. Let him all stick that Amir to Amir to Amir to. Okay? I don't think he would like it. These people are not also like, let's get this off the table with me. These illegals that are coming here, the Germans were never allowed to keep their, their cultural identity, their language, which is a great language, actually, because it's the, uh, the one of intelligence. Now, these Hispanics coming in here, they keep it Spanish, and Mike, that should not be allowed. You've got 10 years to learn the common language of English, or you get out. Because they do not allow German TV stations all over the United States. They do not have, like, Telemundo. They don't have all these German stations all over, uh, from coast to coast. Okay? This should not be tolerated. Okay? And uh, a good God bless that the England beat Spain in uh, uh, the war. Because if the uh, Spanish would have, uh, the Armada wouldn't have sunk, then we all, probably the whole world would be speaking Spanish right about now, Mike. What do you think? Well, <clears throat> you know, and immigration is kids. a major problem. And... Um, Let's see. Uh, I was just doing a quick check, and you are correct. There are no German-language TV stations in the U.S. Uh, it is possible to uh, get German TV channels in Germany here in the United States. Uh, but getting on back to uh, the immigration situation, uh, it is clearly out of control. Uh, it's flooding our country with illegal immigrants who are basically being treated better uh, than the American citizens. Uh, it's bringing this, this fentanyl problem into this country, the MS-13 gangs. And uh, again, looking at the scandal that's erupting around Katie Hobbs and the Sinaloa cartel, uh, I'm beginning to really wonder to what extent organized crime is calling the shots in our country. Well, Mike, you know, as you well know, drugs are probably the biggest trade there is in the world as far as the money yes. flows. I think I don't know if it's bigger than oil. I don't know. I guess it's right there with it. But you know, Mike, we we are allowing this. And remember, I told your show for years, Mike. There's more German uh, extract of people in this country than any other group that ever came to this country. Germans and the German country, the German peoples never owned slavery. They did not promote slavery back in the 1619 uh, era. The 1619 yeah. crap that we're hearing about. And Mike, like you said the other day, these Afro Americans, they all call themselves brother. Hey, brother, we're brothers. Back in 1619, they were not calling each other brother, Mike. They were in tribal warfare. They were killing each other in droves. And that's why the white man went over there and he got barrels of rum and they got beef, and that's why they traded off. I looked it up, Mike, and I was correct. 
That's how mainly the, the African slaves were brought, brought into America, by barrels of rum and beads. That's the chief that owned uh, the blacks that they caught and captured, they traded them off for the rum and the beads. Who's kidding who? All we hear is, hey, brother, you guys, uh, back in 69, I wish an Afro-American would come and call your show and refute me on that because he couldn't, he'll lose. It was in basically Roots to tell the truth. Uh, and, and you show Roots with uh, uh, Alex Haley, Mike, because yes. uh, the, the slaves that were brought here uh, back in uh, even in the 1800s, if they were in Africa, they had more of a chance of getting killed in Africa than they did here in the United States, Mike, in slavery. Check yeah, that, that's, that's true. And, and again, if you look uh, at the uh, overall health and well-being of today's American black population, it is so much better than the black population in Africa itself. And I'm not condoning slavery, uh, but on the other hand, it wasn't all a downside. Uh, and uh, again, it, it wasn't a case of white slave owners and black slaves. There were white slaves. There were black slave owners. Uh, it, it was kind of a, a continuum. If you had the money, you could buy a slave. And it didn't matter uh, what color your skin was uh, as long as the color of your money was there. That's correct, Mike. The biggest slave, the biggest slave trader, I believe, in Mississippi and Louisiana were Afro-American males who owned black people. Yeah. That's in the history books. That's definitely in the history books. And it's very well, interesting. Probably like, the, the, the cancel culture is going to take care of that, <clears throat> you know, and they'll cut that out. Yeah, of course. And, you know, well, Mike, look, there we have a lot of tear down our monuments. And when you, when you tear down your monuments and you tear down your past, what, what are you going to have as a future? Mike? Yeah, kind of if, if you, you destroy a, a country's history, you've destroyed the country. And, uh, you know, you're, you're right. Uh, they're trying to tear yeah. down any monument uh, or any statue or anything connected to slavery. And so down in Florida, one of their legislatures, uh, legislators has introduced a bill saying that since the Democratic Party uh, was basically founded on the idea of slavery, uh, maybe it's time to uh, tear down the Democratic Party. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I wish they would. You should start right, right immediately, right now. Because these demon rats are actually Marxist, Bolshevik, communists, they ask me. Yeah. They're not a party, Mike. They're a communist party. They're, they're, they're for uh, the ideology of, of uh, white man, bad man, and, uh, and all capitalism bad. And let's uh, redistribute the wealth to the minorities, Mike. And by the way, Mike, I'm going to keep harping on this on your show, and I hope other callers do. We, we as white Americans need to demand that Washington, D.C. start paying us reparations for being white Americans who built this country as the greatest country on earth and where everybody wants to come to. Where do Europeans have built this country and all these illegals and all these black people in Africa, they all want to come here and live with us. Why? We're such racist white people. Why the hell do they want to come here when they can stay in their own country? And if they're going to uh, try to come here, we're going to be treated first. White Americans are going to get first dibs on everything. Money, uh, jobs, loans, whatever it takes. Schooling, we as white Americans who are in the majority are going to start demanding that we get our fair share first, not last and always. We're going to get ours now. And starting with angel mothers and fathers, Mike, I propose on RBN, everybody called their congressman like I do. I called every congressman in Florida. I'm demanding that every angel mother and father in the United States of America gets a guaranteed check for $50 million if they lose a loved one, Mike. $50 million. And that wouldn't even pay for the, the loss, but that's where they, uh, the compensation would be for losing a loved one to an illegal alien that ain't supposed to be in this country, and they came here illegally, and the federal government broke federal law to allow a person of American cultural identity to be murdered. 
white, black, I don't care who Hispanic, if they're American and they've been murdered by an illegal alien, their family should be demanding $50 million out of the federal government. You agree with that, Mike? Yes or no? Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. It's never going to happen. And even if it does, all the government's going to do is raise everybody's taxes you know, to uh, <clears throat> to pay for it all. It's like the argument over the student loan bailout. Uh, you know, it sounds really good, and it's certainly going to be voted for by those people uh, that are trying to service those uh, student loans, but it's going to cost the taxpayers something like $400 billion. And uh, <clears throat> it's another form of wealth redistribution. Well, Mike, listen here. If they would, if, if all the people, say, say uh, 50,000 uh, Americans, white, black, and Hispanic, would have went to Washington, D.C. on January 6th, and everyone, the main topic would have been illegal, illegal aliens, illegal immigration is destroying our country, and we demand that Washington leadership stand up and do their job. If that would have been a narrative, the, the news networks would have never had uh, Nancy Pig Pelosi having hearings about uh, all these bad white people are all insurrectionists. They would have shut their mouths, or they would have all been tried for treason against the Constitution, and every one of them, well, had to probably had the had the right to be hung from for uh, dereliction of duty to the Constitution because they're allowing federal law to be broken. Like federal law is being broken, Article One, Title Eight through Ten, they've allowed it. And if that would have been a narrative when they did this, uh, the Proud Boys and all this, and that would have been the main theme. Illegal immigration is destroying culturally our country. White, yes, it is. I, I think that's the intention. We would have. You know, uh, the, 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 the globalist, Tom, my turn, my turn. The globalist agenda sorry, sorry, sorry. is to destroy all sense of national identity to get us ready for a global society. Anyway, Tom, I've let you go on long Thank enough you. here, and uh, I'm going to let you go so I can take some other calls. 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Pat in Fort Worth. Hello, Pat. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Mike. I can't remember where I saw this. I have it written somewhere. It was the last couple of days uh, that it was a Glenn Beck show, and but it was TV, so I, I don't YouTube or something, and and uh, Mike Lindell TV. I'm not sure where, and and, uh, and 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 the title of it was uh, is is Biden instituting the draft. Uh, Yes or no for uh, for Ukraine, and and uh, it showed Biden standing up there saying that uh, uh, all men and women who became uh, twenty uh, in twenty twenty three were going to be drafted. Well, uh, I remember uh, uh, when the Republicans went in, we we took that women thing out of it. So, but he, he'll just go ahead and say it anyway. And some of them say, well, I'm just going to go ahead and join because I want to get what I want, you know, and uh, that doesn't work either under him. Nothing will work. But I just thought I would tell you that. And and uh, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know where I found it, but uh, anyway. Well, uh, you know, uh, I think at this point it's going to be inevitable there will be a draft uh, when uh, – uh, the, the, it becomes obvious that this war is not between Russia and Ukraine, but between Russia and NATO. Uh, things are going to escalate very quickly. They will bring back the draft. Uh, I'm hoping that's really going to wake up the American people like it did in Vietnam. And, yeah, there is still talk about drafting women as well, which, you know, the, the women, the, the feminists said we want to be treated just like men. Well, here's your opportunity to go and get shot for, you know, the, uh, uh, the billionaires of this country. 
Well, uh, you know, uh, my neighborhood, I, I live in a Hispanic neighborhood. Most of them are Christians, but uh, as the ones that aren't, you know, uh, they got to where they come down the street and, and they want us all to hear their music, boom, boom, boom. And I said, I remember when this happened before, uh, before Iraq, I think they were all ready to go to war because they like noise and they like video games and they like fast action. I said, oh, well, uh, they're here and they speak English. What can I say? You know, the young kids uh, of the immigrants, uh, quote, unquote, that uh, <laughs> well, everybody's talking. You, you know, uh, even though uh, they may have been born here, uh, and, and grown up here, I don't know how much affection they would have for the country, uh, which, you know, your, your, your emotional link to your country is a big part of you being an effective soldier. And there was an experiment where they went to a bunch of illegal immigrants and said, if you will join the Army uh, and uh, train to become a combat unit, we will give you a green card. And uh, basically, uh, all the people who signed up for that proved to be just incredibly unmotivated, and uh, the experiment was abandoned. Mm. Well, um, I, I'm just saying that, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, we, we, we got all these people over here. Uh, you know, one time, <clears throat> Ted Cruz, he said, I know how to build a wall. He said, let's take all the money uh, from El Chapo. Uh, you know that he was bringing over the big drug dealer. Yep. And, and he called by that by the El's Chapo bill or something. And I'm thinking, well, that makes sense. But Paul Ted Cruz, I mean, almost everything he said is ignored. Well, you know, technically under the RICO Act, uh, you know, ill-gotten gains of drug dealers can be confiscated uh, by the government. And uh, you're right. They should just uh, use that as a funding source uh, to uh, build that border wall. But it is clear that the liberal agenda wants that open border, whether it's because uh, they Mm -hmm. want to bring in uh, cheap labor or they want to bring in future Democratic voters or they're in league with the drug cartels uh, to just flood the United States with all of these, uh, uh, you know, fentanyl and cocaine and everything else that's out there. Uh, But that is clearly their agenda. They have been talking about open borders uh, all over the world. I mean, uh, George Soros's foundation is called the Open Open Society Foundation. Well, uh, under Trump, I remember one time when uh, there were like, I don't know, 20 different agencies. There's some good people in every one of those three-letter agencies, you know, and they were all cooperating with uh, uh, the, 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 these uh, drug dealers or whoever they were. Uh, they were they had built a rail rail line all the way un, underground, under the wall, and yes. they were going to come in. You remember that? And they yeah, but that's a, still, a, that's still going to be a smaller amount of drugs <clears throat> than uh, just, you know, having all the illegal immigrants, uh, you know, with a backpack coming across the border in mass. Anyway, Pat, I need to let you go. We're going to skip our last commercial break, but I do have some other callers I want to get to. So we're going to go to Dustin in New Jersey. Hello, Dustin. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Mike, I, I know there's not much time left, but Tom, there was one police officer killed. How many Ukrainian soldiers or Russian soldiers were killed in the last day? <laughs> Quite a few. Thousand? Yeah. Mike, and you know, nobody, nobody's going to remember their name, right? Nobody knows their names. Nobody cares, right? 
at the yep. end of the day. Mike, I'm so pissed off. Because, you know, I'm Ukrainian. I'm, I'm pissed off to what, what the heck the West did. All these people dying for nothing. And nobody gives a crap at the end of the day, Mike. I mean, nobody's going to remember them, you know. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's I'm going to call in tomorrow, Mike. I'm, I'm so aggravated, Mike. Go to the next caller, Mike, okay? Bye. All right, well, we're going to go to Tom in Utah. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, Mike. Hey, I had a small revelation last night. Um, you and I both have have been, have been contracted by the film industry, correct? Correct. <clears throat> I watched an episode, or my wife, well, when I say I watched, no, I, my vision was taken from me in D.C., but... She turned on the uh, antenna TV and they played an episode of The Simpsons. And I was totally blown away with the fact that they were discussing cryptocurrency on an old episode of The Simpsons. Yes. So what do the Hollywood moguls have privilege to in terms of intelligence that we don't? Well, I I think basically the writers, you know, keep themselves up to date with the latest trend because they figure if they write a script... Uh, referencing something that is currently popular, then the uh, episode that they're writing for will in turn become popular. What was interesting is my first invitation down to the Hollywood industry was through a gentleman that lives at Palace Fair Day. And as I understand that, um, that's kind of the, uh, what do you call the uh, community of CIA agents. In fact, the, the gentleman that had my first contact was a CIA agent. Yeah, I, really I ran into some of those when I was working at CBS Television City, and uh, <clears throat> I guess they did not care much for me because I was let go soon after. Uh, well, the one thing I do know is they want to know the truth so they can manufacture, manufacture or fabricate the lie in a way yes. that is easily acceptable. No, it's 99% truth, but that one, it's like the uh, box of apples they give you with the one last apple at the bottom that has the shard of glass or the razor in it. But they've got to know exactly what the truth is to carefully construct the lie. Well, uh, there was, um, I'm trying to remember who said this, um, uh, but there was a quote that said, propaganda is like rat poison. 95% 95% of it is good, healthy food. It's that other 5% that you got to watch out for. It's the Happy Meal with the toy. <laughs> yeah, really. Anyway, uh, when we get a moment, I'd like to call you. I'd talk to you more about some of my experience with the CEOs, especially the lady that was over at Columbia Pictures. She was living in a penthouse, and in, in that was it the Beverly Hilton or whatever it is. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Anyway, Tom, we're getting close to the end of the show, and i got a bunch of people uh, waiting on the well. Two more calls I want to get to. So we're going to go to Francis in North Carolina. Hello, Francis. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey there, kiddo. What isn't on my mind? And hello to that lovely gal, Claire. Um, One, uh, I'm just wondering what other ingredients are illicit, because I just caught the tail end of that earlier discussion about uh, acete or whatever the hell it's pronounced. I have to research that regarding insects that are uh, included into food items that people get in the store now currently. Yes. I was to hear that. Uh, two, as far as the ethnicity is concerned, I'm not sure if people realize it, but 
the so-called elite are laughing their tail off at how much of, how well their diversion has helped them in keeping people tied up about ethnicity this way, that way, saying, oh, this, this one, this, this one, that, whatever have you. Snap out of it. If you have a problem with someone's ethnicity or you think they're illegal or whatever, confront them. Stop complaining about it. Do something about it. Or have an official do something about it. But right now, they're basically uh, feeding the ego of the so-called elitists that are using that as a uh, diversion. And they're laughing their tail off all the way to the bank. So with that said... Yeah, they are. I'm probably going to take off a lot of people by saying that, but guess what? We're mature adults. At least I thought we were. So use the brain cells. Okay? Anyway, with okay. that, I'll have lime coconut and pineapple with my Corona and the variant. All Later. right. Thank, thank you for the phone call. And very, very quick, we're going to go to Catherine in Maine. We're almost to the end of the show. What's on your mind? Hi, Mike. I just wanted to tell everyone to watch this video. I've seen it to a bunch of people. I can't watch it without getting tears in my eyes. It's so beautiful. And I know Claire will love it, but I think you will like it, too. And it's uh, been up a month. It's um, on YouTube. Preemie's reaction to Dad's song is a miracle. Humankind short. It's a very powerful video of a premature infant and what they do while the father sings over them. It is so beautiful. So it's been a heavy show, and it's a heavy era to live in. And I just wanted to share that so that people might find that touching video as well. Well, right. would you send me, would you email me the URL for the video and I will post it at what really happened? Yes, I will. It's so beautiful, Mike. It's just amazing. And the dad chokes back tears. What's the email for you again? I don't have it on the phone. All right. It's WRH, that's Whiskey Hotel Romeo. I'm sorry, Whiskey Romeo Hotel okay. at com. Okay, great. I'll send it right now. Bless you. All right. Thank you uh, very uh, much. And uh, we're almost to the end of the show here. And um, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I don't really have time enough to do any news, so I'm going to go into the ending spiel here. Uh, please stay tuned for the uh, National Intel Report. Peter Serafine is taking the microphone with Brent Hamachek of Turning Point USA. Uh, he is the co-author with Charlie Kirk and Dave from StopTheHate.com. So that's going to be a real interesting show for you to pay attention to. Please spread the word of RepublicBroadcasting.org. Spread the word of WhatReallyHappened.com. Please continue to donate. We need your help right now. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday. Aloha, America. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. 
Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.